It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Thursday episode here on the podcast. Eight minutes of hope, eight minutes of life, eight minutes of encouragement from the Word of God. And we're looking today, we're actually finishing this section in the book of Romans on wrath. This is our last uh, our last uh, devotion on wrath before tomorrow we move to the righteousness of God, the second main section of the book of Romans. And today I'm going to continue on the thought I started with yesterday on Jesus as the propitiation for our sins. You see, all of us have sinned against God. Romans made that clear. The punishment for sin is death, and the wrath of God is against all who have sinned. And that's bad news because all of us have sinned. We have all sinned, thus we're all subject to God's wrath, thus we're all subject to death, thus we're all subject to eternal death and eternal separation from God. Bad news. But of course, the good news is this, we started looking at yesterday, that yes, God's wrath is real, and it's just, and it's overwhelming, and it's furious, and it's a scary thing, but yet, God's wrath is also escapable. God doesn't want anyone to feel the power of his wrath. God wants all to come to know him, and in order to make that possible, in order to make the way of escape, God sent Jesus to be the propitiation for our sins. As we said yesterday, that word propitiation, essentially what it means is an offering made to appease the anger of an angry God. You upset, you know, in false religions, you upset the gods and you have to sacrifice something so they're not angry with you anymore. What makes Christianity unique among all faiths is not that we have a propitiation. Many faiths have different sacrifices, different offerings. What makes Christianity so unique is that God himself made the propitiation for our sins. God himself made the sacrifice to appease his own anger, and on his son Jesus... God poured out all of his wrath towards sin. What a merciful God that we don't have to atone for our own sins. He himself sent the sacrifice to atone for our sins, to quench his own anger. He poured out that anger on Jesus. 1 John 2, 1 and 2. This is how John puts it, you know, in a parallel passage to Romans 3. We read Romans 3 uh, yesterday. How does John put it in 1 John 1 and 2? 1 John 2, 1 and 2. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. An amazing passage here. John writes his followers. He says, look, I'm writing to you so that you'll stop sinning. Don't sin. But if you do sin, he says, we have an advocate. You have someone fighting on your side, Jesus Christ. Jesus is on your side if you're a man, if you're a woman of faith. And he is not only the propitiation for your sins, John said, but also for the sins of the whole world. You see, Jesus paid the price. On him, God poured out his anger towards all sins, by all men, for all times. Those sins, that punishment was poured out on Jesus Christ. Jesus 
took God's anger for all sin. And that means that all we have to do is turn to him and believe we are forgiven. Turn to him and accept that gift that he has given. We are forgiven. We don't have to earn it. Jesus paid the price for the sins of the whole world. And I think it's interesting. It says clearly, not just your sin. John said, not just for us, the believers, but the sins of the whole world. You know, there's a branch of theology called Calvinism. And Calvinism has some strengths. You know, they have a high view of Scripture. There are some good things uh, that that people who are Calvinists often believe. But some of the particulars of the doctrine, uh, I don't agree with. And one of their particular doctrines is limited atonement. And that doctrine says that Jesus only died for the sins of those who would believe. He did not die for those who didn't believe it, who wouldn't believe in him, that God chose ahead of time. This group will believe, this group wouldn't, and Jesus only died for the group that would believe. Well, this, this scripture makes it so clear. Jesus died not just for our sins. He died for the sins of the whole world. He died for all. Second Peter 3, he's not willing that any should come to, rep- to uh, perish. He wants all to come to repentance. So it's not just a special group that has repentance available. It's all. God paid the price for the sin of every man, every woman who will ever live from Adam until, until the end of time. God paid the price in Jesus. You see, friends, when God looks at you as a believer, he no longer burns in anger towards you. But that anger has been satisfied when Jesus died on the cross. When Jesus died on the cross, the wrath of God was satisfied. The wrath of God was quenched when Jesus willingly went to the cross. Because of that, he can now look on us in love and mercy, and he still can be just because the legal price for our sin, the price, the suitable price that had to be paid was paid in Christ's suffering and death on the cross. The anger of God has been satisfied through the death of Jesus. You see, God loved you so much. He quenched his righteous anger by pouring it on himself, taking all of our guilt, all of our shame, all of our sadness. You might say, well, that doesn't seem fair. It's not fair, but that's what grace is, that God doesn't make us pay the price. He himself was willing to pay it. God could not just overlook sin and not punish it. He is a righteous and a just God. If he just said, well, I'm going to forgive you, but there's no no punishment, no repayment, it's all just cool. The rapes, the murders, hey, no big deal. I'm just going to forget they ever happened. That would not be a just God. You see, someone had to pay the price, and Jesus did that on the cross. God poured out his anger for all the trillions and trillions of sins that man would ever commit. Jesus paid the price for each and every one of them. The wrath of God was poured out on him. So the wrath of God doesn't have to be poured out on me when I believe Jesus sees me and he doesn't see my sin. He sees the righteousness of Jesus. No one has to suffer God's wrath. No one. All can turn to Christ and be free. He took all my guilt, all my shame, all my sadness. He was the propitiation for my sins. Friends, God's wrath towards us is escapable. Look to Jesus and don't forget to let others know this message. Don't forget to be loud, to let others know there is a way of escape and that way is Jesus. He died for all. He took the wrath of God for all. His wrath is escapable. You can have everlasting life. And we're going to start looking at this more as we look at section two of Romans. We start that tomorrow on the eight minute devotion. 
Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.